Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Kings are back. They're angry. They're angry. We're all angry. Uh, about to turn up tonight. Uh, are they? Or are you? I know I am. I see that. They better be. They are. They are. No, I ain't even going to say that. They are. They're angry. Okay. About to turn up. All right. We need to win tonight, baby. Come on. Come on. I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we're so happy that you're here with us. And, man, Will Z will be with us coming up here in this first hour, as he is just about every single game day. Uh, We'll preview the game uh, by the numbers, talk about what uh, Will has seen over the course of the last three games uh, that has uh, put this Kings team in the position uh, that they are in. And then James Hamm will be back with us uh, ahead of tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers. As everyone is well aware, De'Aaron Fox will be out tonight, uh, which we kind of speculated on yesterday. Uh, Trey Lyles is out uh, tonight. Uh, No update on him uh, and when his first game of the regular season will be. And I actually, obviously you always want De'Aaron on the floor. But given the place things are with Sacramento, given the way things are with the Sacramento Kings, I do... I do like the fact, you know, he's not ready to come back. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to go figure this out. Go figure it out. Your expectation is to play with De'Aaron Fox, you know, 82 games a season. Mm-hmm. Whatever games you don't, you can't look like you looked a couple of nights ago. Yeah. It's not acceptable. And that's not something, this this can't be big brother De'Aaron Fox coming back to save everybody from the big bully. Y'all need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. You're a good basketball team, and that's the frustrating part about what we've seen over the last couple of days. And really, I'm focusing solely on the Houston series. I'm not even factoring in the Golden State Warriors. So you, you, you could argue maybe that offense wasn't was what it would have supposed to be. You know, those teams, you know, played the way that they played that game. The Kings were in a position to win. They wound up not winning. They, they were not in a position to win either one of those games in Houston. Mm-hmm. And for a team as good as this one, and this team is good, that's unacceptable. And those guys on the floor need to figure it out 
before Big Bro gets back in the lineup. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Um, it's not – I don't want to say it's not about win or lose because you got to win the game. Like, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if the Kings struggle the way they did on Saturday, uh, I can't imagine them struggling the way they did on Monday and still winning the game. But if they struggle like they did in those two games and win against Portland tonight, I'll be frustrated. But got the W, let's move on. So I don't want to say it's not about winning or losing, but I want to see them play better. Yeah, I want to see them rise to the occasion. Uh, the, the Kevin Herters, the Keegan Murrays, Sabonis. I just told uh, Jesse just a second ago, if we're in the fourth quarter and Sabonis has four shot attempts again, mm-hmm. uh, Reese and Ryan, record, Daddy, because I might go viral for punching my TV. And ripping don't, it off the wall. Well, don't be one. Of I those don't. People. If he has four shot attempts in a four by the fourth quarter, I might do it. And, and shoot punching, the ball. Punching your TV and ripping it off the wall is going to get Domas to shoot more in the first half. <laughs> I, I, Maybe I don't know. I also think you'll be sleeping at my house should you do that. So let's <laughs> let's not be let's not be that guy. Let's not be let's not be one of the staged photo in you know uh, uh, videos that those dumb people put out. But it's ridiculous. No, four understand. shot attempts. I understand. And you're that. you're the, the guy that needs to step up. He needs to have four shot Park. attempts in the first four minutes. Yes, yes. I think he needs to have four shot attempts at least a quarter. Mm-hmm. All right, like that's what I want to see from him. Um, I I, I just want to see these guys playing better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to see these guys playing better basketball, and I do believe that should result in a win. But even if it doesn't, if you get in the habit of playing, it's like I talk about with Kevin Herter. He's trying and he's working on being a better defender. Does that mean he's going to stop somebody every single time? No, but he's getting gritty. He's getting grimy. He's getting on the boards, things of that nature. He's finding ways to contribute, and it's leading to him playing better basketball. I feel the same way about this entire team. If you start to play the right way, the wins will come. But the last two games, they haven't played the right way. And I'll ask you this question. Mm-hmm. We going to hey, – we talk we talk about it. It's whatever. Like you with the big boys now, you know? But I'll ask, is is that is that fair? They've got two games out of six where one, they didn't they just didn't play well in the game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They didn't show up on Monday. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it a real concern? We're talking we're talking about one game out of six, really, where they didn't show up. Do you think it's a real concern? A lot of people do. That's why why I'm asking the question. But so, some people look at it as like, hey, man. Fair. They they had a stinker for one night out of the six games they played. It's, 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 it's fair to point out, but I'll point something else out. They didn't show up on Monday. Mm-hmm. They got into a deficit on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They got into a deficit against the Warriors also, like right out the gate. Like yeah, they they had to, the so, game, but they controlled that game for the majority of the game. So no no, and and and, and you're right. I think they had the lead yeah, after they, the first they, quarter. Yeah, they or, 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 or might have been or, early early in the second quarter. But okay, it was, but okay. it, it might have been at the end of the first quarter. Point point, point being, they got off to slow starts in all three games. Mm-hmm. They bounced back. At, you know they 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 got into a flow in the, in the, in, the, in the Warriors game. They got into a flow in in the in the first Rockets game and. Trash the other night on Monday. Uh, I I think there's something to that as well. There's something to the slow starts that you've got to figure out. And you can't allow that to become – it can't be the new third quarter thing. 
mm-hmm. where every Kings fan was scared of halftime because you knew when the third quarter opened, the Kings weren't going to be ready to play basketball. It can't be this thing where it's like, all right, how many of the Kings going to be down by, you know, halfway through the first quarter? How many of the Kings going to be down by, uh, you know, you know, by the first timeout? And I, I yo, where's Mike's quick timeouts? Yeah. Bring him. Hey, I'll make a sign and bring it on Friday. Bring the timeout back. Bring the quick to back. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like the quick timeouts. But if that's what it takes to get these it guys works. on track, most times it works. Call, call timeout after, during the first possession. I'm fine <laughs> with it. You win the tip. He ain't like the way you dribbled across half court. Time, damn it, timeout. Give me the ball, Davion. You're supposed to dribble like this. Hey, it worked for Terrence. Just <laughs> do Work it for Keegan. Let's do it. If that's what needs to be done, do it. Like yeah. I, I do. I don't care. Fix it. Yeah. Y'all gotta fix it. Um, but you're right. It's one game uh, out of six. Uh, they've lost three out of six that they've played. Um, they've all looked a, a a little bit different. But I hate that De'Aaron's not playing. But I love that the Kings have to fix it without him. Mm. I also, you know, I don't know that we've given Trey Lyles enough attention. Like Trey Lyles missing That's from fair. this lineup is a it's a it's a it's a big deal. People were. Talked a lot, particularly of that two games in Houston um, about TD. I, I, you know how we feel about Terrence Davis, but like, yeah, Trey could do a lot of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. Trey's the guy who just kind of no, nobody's paying attention to him. Oh, he, I'm sorry, is that like his four three? <laughs> like that's what Trey can do. He right. just just kind of quietly will score points for you. Yeah, uh, his absence may be a smidge bit bigger than we we originally gave it credit for yeah, because be. he wasn't a guy fighting for a rotation spot right he was a guy that had a rotation spot right and he's missing and we kind of downplayed it like it wasn't a big deal and you and you mentioned Trey and that uh you're right that's a great observation there um on the road trip Sasha's kind of taking a step back <clears throat> I thought he looked ready for the NBA in the first three games or so. Mm-hmm. And I he's been non-existent in these in those three games that were on the road. Mm-hmm. I want to I I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's just natural ups and downs of a rookie or somebody getting used to the NBA or what it is, but I I need him with his minutes to be productive. He he he, he got ghost on me on that road trip. It feels like Sasha might feed off of everyone else's energy a little bit. Mm. Like he's not a energy setter. Yes, I don't know that that's a thing, but you know what I mean by yeah. that. Like he's not yeah. the guy who sets the tone. Yeah. I think he's the guy who kind of goes along with things. Yeah. And you know, there's that that line, you know, that coaches and ball players use that the ball has energy. You know, mm-hmm. the Kings used to use that line a lot last year. I think Malik used to use it a lot. The ball has energy. The ball has energy. Well, when you're playing the way that the Kings had played you know, for a stretch. Maybe that ball didn't have so much energy. Mm. You go back to the Saturday game, that bench was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha wasn't really in that flow, though. Like, it was it was right. kind of other guys that were right. really, and really I, cooking. And I only bring him up because thinking about Trey, like maybe that's a guy that wouldn't be playing as much if Trey was there. Not that I don't want Sasha to play. It's just that's where you miss Trey Lyles, a guy that's kind of – feeling him, uh, getting a feel for the league and getting a feel for road trips, back to all this other stuff, just how the league operates, that buffer isn't there, you know, to, to kind of ease him into it. You're looking for him because Trey Lyles isn't there, like you mentioned, 
you're looking for Sasha to come in and hey, I need I need you to go to work. I, yeah. I, like we we need you to help us get out of this. And maybe he's just not necessarily ready for that. I thought he might be uh, after the first three games of the season when it looked like he acclimated quick, but he, he wasn't anywhere to be found on the road trip. Nah, he wasn't. And uh, hopefully, you know, being back at home, uh, knowing that lengthy road trip is is coming up, uh, you know, hopefully guys respond. I, I remember, uh, was it Domas last year? The Pacers game, we couldn't. Yep. Let, they had lost three straight headed mm-hmm. into that one. And I think it was Domas. We just, yeah. just can't let three become four. Yep. And it's 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 as simple as that. Three yeah. can't become four. Yeah. Um, get out there, protect your home floor, and this again. I'll caution everyone. I know how we all feel about Portland. Well, Jeremy Grant, ball players. Deion, yeah, there's, going there's, crazy there's, right there's now. good. Even with Anthony out, even with uh, Scoot out, you got a good crop of basketball players right Absolutely. there. Don't don't look past this. Don't look at this as a get right game. Kings need to take care of business because if they leave a window open, they're going to have a problem tonight. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Jesse already played out the scenario of Malcolm Brogdon having a night. Like there's a there's a lot in this that could... and, and and look, it goes back to what we talked about. They they could lose tonight mm-hmm. because Portland Absolutely. Portland is a good team. It's not like I don't I don't want it to be or to come off like the only way the Kings lose tonight is if they don't take care of a sorry team. Like, they can play well tonight, and Portland plays well and wins. Like, I think that that is a possibility because you don't have your, your, your number one guy like that. The The frustrating thing would be is if they didn't play well, if they were sloppy, if they were nonchalant on both sides of the basketball and lost to Portland. That would be more frustrating than, you know, I'll just, for example, the Golden State game. Like, you play a Golden State game, and, you know, they make one or two more shots than you do because Shading can do that, because Brogdon can do that, then it sucks. But I think there's something you could take out of that. We'll come back, man. We'll talk more uh, about the Sacramento Kings in this matchup tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers. Will Z is going to join us here this hour. James Ham will be with us. I'll say in the final hour of the show, he's he's in the building. He's going to walk in whenever the hell he wants to. Uh, Steve and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino. Get in on the action. Sky River Casino is the place to play with 2,100 of the newest slot machines and over 80 table games. Sky's the limit at Sky River Casino here on ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shout out to Michigan Wolverine. Show him some love for this uh, Maddo Future jacket. You know who was rocking one of these? I, I got this in the mail the same day of the last preseason game it was wasn't the amazon lady no no it was the it was the cranky ups guy oh no that guy yeah um but i I walked into the media room and you know who had this exact jacket on was marcus thompson the second oh yeah i could believe that i was like oh hey all right marcus i see you yeah mt2 man it's hard to catch up with yeah it's tough man it's tough to catch up with Hey, just real quick, uh, did you see that uh, that uh, video of Don Staley after they won? <laughs> after who won? After South Carolina won their game, uh-uh. and they were. <laughs> I think I retweeted it, but uh, uh-huh. Don, after they won, they had to take a picture at center court, and the 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 girls the on their team, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, not necessarily a peace sign, but like. Whatever a little hand gesture they were putting oh, up. Yes. <laughs> slapped their little hands down and cut it out. It was the it was funniest, <laughs> like, college coach dealing with 18-year-old moments I'd seen so far this coach year. Coach is like, why? You know what's funny is the girl at the end does it, and she looks <laughs> she, up at Don, and she puts she, her hand down. She stopped real quick. <laughs> oh, Don that cracked me up, man. I watched that a handful of times, man. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's kind of funny. You want to bring uh, your question to the to the world, Jesse? Oh yeah, basically during the break, I asked if like tonight's a game the Kings need to win because we got expectations and they have expectations for themselves of being like one of the top teams in the West and all that. And even though your top guy is out, like the Blazers, they have good player players, but they're not going to be like play in or anything like that like this is a bad a bad team in theory or whatever like you need to do do they need to win this game in order to keep those expectations I guess so that had me thinking and I'm not trying to move the goalposts I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to backpedal on what I think this team is capable of because I think they're capable of being a top three uh seed in this in this conference top four home field home court advantage whatever you want to say but remind me and remind everybody else Damien mm-hmm. what I said the goal was this year and the expectation should be I said it way back after they lost in the playoffs last year to make the playoffs to make the playoffs 
And remember what everybody else was saying. Like, what's your expectations? Oh, you got to be in the second round. At least, at least Mm -hmm. top three seed again. I said, you guys calm down. Mm -hmm. I want that. I think they're capable of it. Mm -hmm. But the way the NBA goes, and I went a couple times back with like the Mm -hmm. the early 90s Kings. I said, Mm -hmm. people forget they were the A seed two years in a row. Mm -hmm. The goal is to establish yourself in this league as a consistent playoff team and then build from there. So Jesse talks about the expectations. I think that's the expectations they have. I think, I'll speak for myself, I think they're capable of it. Mm-hmm. But they may just be a playoff team this year, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with this group at where they're at as a franchise and franchise building being a playoff team this year. So that was that was deep. Pause. The question was, is this a must-win game tonight? Sort of a must-win just because, like, if you're going to be a top team in the league, like, you got to win these games still. So, okay, so if if, if I – As far as for, like, what they want to be, you get what I'm saying? No, 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 mm-hmm. I, I, I got you completely. I, I'll, I'll just take the last part out. You, you start with the must-win. We, we could talk about expectation, what they're supposed to be, playoffs, six seed, whatever. Mm-hmm. We could do all of that. I'm looking at it more – from the aspect of the way we started this show. You really going to sit around and wait for Big Bro to come save you? Mm. Mm. And don't get it twisted. De'Aaron's the dude. Yeah, He's the best player on this basketball team. He's off to another all-NBA start. Y'all have to, when he's down, pick up. Mm -hmm. Y'all got to get up. Not from a, 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 you know, seasonal perspective not from a a, a, a a totality type thing where we're factoring in what we expect them to be where they, not from that perspective because mm-hmm. again no matter what happens tonight it's the seventh game of the season mm-hmm. you ain't gonna have me starting to think about second seed and third seed and in and, and six seed and playing and all of that after the seventh game of the season however if you drop your fourth without De'Aaron then I'm gonna start to look at you a little funny then I'm gonna start to question whether this team really can be that successful because one of the things with De'Aaron last year was De'Aaron was always, in years prior, the dark years, mm. I, ha- I can't have an off night. Right. If I have an off night, we lose. Okay. We'll go win 48 games. I got Domas here. I got Malik in a contract year. I got this, you know, this second-year star in Keegan Murray. Now not only can I not have an off night, I have to be on the floor. If I miss games, my team loses two to Houston. They lose a heartbreaker to the Golden State Warriors, and they get beat up by and and as talented as as the 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 Portland Trailblazers are. They're a shorthanded Blazers team tonight. Mm-hmm. To me, that's why this game is important. It's it's important. I'll I'll answer Jesse's question. This isn't a must win, um, in my eyes. It's a barometer. It's a heat check to possibly see where you're at. But because there is so much time to learn, like let's just let's let's go worst case scenario. Let's say they lose tonight, they don't look particularly good. I'm not gonna say it's like Monday, but maybe it's closer to Saturday. Hmm. All right, well, today right now, they ain't got it. They're not there. Mm-hmm. They're not there. That doesn't mean a month and a half from now. 
if let's just say Fox comes back, everything they get back on track, and then he's out with the flu a month and a half from now. That doesn't mean that they're going to perform and they're the same team a month and a half from now that they were in this week. Mm-hmm. They could have that could have been a, a learning experience. Like you get Fox back, you play with him, he's out with the flu, and it's like, all right, guys, you know. We can we can be better than what we were the last time he was out. Let's go ahead and play. They could they could have that. So I don't, I don't I'm not going to put any any grand statements on tonight as far as it pertains to moving forward. It's just right now if they don't look good tonight, it's like right now they're not at a point where they can miss the Aaron Fox. I don't know if Mama Fox is watching today. Don't let Aaron get the flu. <laughs> Give him some thorough flu daily. Yeah, yeah. Just up those doses of vitamin C. Mama Fox, Resay, make sure he has the the, yeah, the thorough flu daily. Yeah, let, let, let's 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 let this be the only time that they're playing without De'Aaron Fox. Mm. Um, it, it it's it's tough because this we'll be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Whether the Kings win or lose, we'll be here tomorrow, right. and we've got a show to do. We've got a show that is catered towards Kings fans, mm-hmm. right? And that's going to be the case, you know, Friday leading into Oklahoma City is going to be the case Monday coming out of the weekend leading into Cleveland. Like, whether they lose the next three or win the next three, you know, fans are going to have their reaction one way or another. Mm-hmm. And does it does it tell you what this 82-game season is going to be? Absolutely not. Uh this team, as we learned last year, is one seven-game win streak away from turning things around, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I don't really want to, I don't really want to bank the Sacramento Kings season on another seven-game win streak. But I, I wonder too, <clears throat> how much of, you know, because we talked about the, the, you know, hey, we're fine, we're right there. Remarks that Malik made last year. Uh, he he had the other one where it's like, I'm not going to let us, you know, fall apart. I'm not going to let us splinter apart. We haven't heard anything like that yet through 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 six games. Not not that we need to. Right. I just also wonder if the I wonder if the if that feeling's not there anymore. Like the if the feeling in, in the locker room is different because we could talk about our expectations for all day. Mm-hmm. We could talk about the Chatty House's expectations, Kings fans' expectations. We could do that all day. What are theirs? Mm-hmm. Theirs are to win. We know that. They're all competitors in there. Their expectations are to win. Now, I'm I'm sure to a certain degree those were their expectations last year, mm-hmm. but they knew this is a building process. This is a growing process. I don't know that this team was banking on a building process, go, growing process in this season. Mm. And so I wonder if that plays a part a little bit in some of the external reactions that we get or or perhaps lack of reactions that we get to the way that they've played over the course of the last couple of days. I, I think it does. I think it does for sure. I think it's just first and foremost, it's the expectations that externally we have for this team and, of course. you know, people expecting them to go from three seed to one seed, you know what I mean? And, and it's still capable for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that plays a lot into it. When you were talking just now, you mentioned something that I think is more important than like winning tonight or beating a Portland team or anything else like that. You talked about the seven-game winning streak. Mm -hmm. And 
not relying on on that again or not having that. To me, that's what a top three team does. A top three team, at least one time, probably multiple times, has has times throughout the season <clears throat> where they win six or seven in a row, mm. or they win eight of nine, or something like that. That's that's what the the good teams really do. They can reel that off. And I think that is, and we're not going to get that answer today, obviously, tomorrow or Monday. But that's that's what this team needs to reach another level, to be one of those teams that at any point in the season, oh, man, the Kings are on fire. They've won six in a row. Or Kings have won eight of their last ten. Like, mm-hmm. they're cooking. Like, that's what them teams do. Mm-hmm. And And we'll find out if they're one of those teams because they'll be able to do that. You you mean find out during the course of a during season? During the course of a season, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. No. So the cold piece is, no matter what questions you have in your head, we're not going to get the answer tonight. No, not and that's the other thing, right? Like they can come out and cook tonight, put up one thirty. That yeah. doesn't mean everything's fixed. Yeah, no. It, they well, had a good game tonight. It'll, like, it'll be good though. Yeah, no, it'll be great. It'll be good. Hey, what you say? It'll be good. Do it and let's see how we yeah, feel. Yeah, <laughs> eh, try me. Right. Eh, try me. Yeah, but I mean that's the the way I would look at it. The way they probably look at it is okay. We we did what we had to do tonight. We got to be ready on Friday. OKC coming to town. We can't go back to eighty nine points after putting up one thirty. You know we got to put up a consistent um, string of games where we're playing at the level we expect to be playing, and that'll tell us you know when things are fixed or back to normal. Yeah, and we really won't have any sense of normalcy until De'Aaron is back. Mm. Right? Like, you'll feel better about this team if they're able to get a win tonight. If they're able to get a win. And I I think there is a... Winning is everything. Mm -hmm. Kings win, hypothetically, 181. Or 181. Let's do it. 101. (laughs) 101 to 90, 101 to 95. Um, I think there's still going to be a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's still going to be a lot of, hey, what happened to that offense? Question, because now now the, the, the poor offensive games outweigh the good offensive games. Mm-hmm. It's dead even right now. It's three to three. It's game seven tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's game seven tonight. It, it's Uh-oh, it, game it, seven in Sacramento. Yeah, the, the oh, no. oh no, yeah. oh no, yeah, the best two words in sports, unless they're happening here. <laughs> but like, you don't want the sample size of those poor offensive games to get to get too too big. Absolutely. Um, again, yeah. <laughs> try me. Let's see. Let's win one hundred one to ninety, and right. then we'll see what the conversation is tomorrow. I'd rather you win one hundred one ninety than lose one hundred one ninety. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a greater concern, you know, if, uh, I wonder, I wonder if it would have been a smidge bit different if, if let's, let's, let's just let Monday be, be Monday. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was just bad. There's nothing that's going to make it, it good. Go back to Saturday. First Rockets game, uh, 130 to 115. Mm-hmm. Do people feel different? You know what I mean? Yeah, you 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 know, like you're you're not scoring under a hundred twice. You're still, you 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 know, you're still. Maybe it's a it, it, that game was competitive. You know, mm-hmm. once 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 the Kings, you know, kind of kind of fought back. 
again, was competitive. But mm-hmm. if it was a, a regular high-scoring Sacramento Kings game and, and you, you could still lose by a lot, you could still lose by 15 or whatever they lost by, but get up into the 115, 120 range, do people feel different? Mm-hmm. Again, let Monday be Monday. It was bad. There's no way to fix that or salvage it or say what if with it. It was just bad. It happened. I, I feel like maybe it would be a little bit different because you'd still feel like, well, that's still the Kings. Right. I think one of the biggest concerns over the last handful of days has been that doesn't look like the Sacramento Kings. No. As close as the game was against the Warriors and everybody touting the defensive effort, all of that, that didn't look like the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Saturday certainly didn't, and Monday was a joke. Mm-hmm. So who are y'all? Like right now, like we said, it's 3-3. Three to three. Game seven is tonight. Like, who are you guys? Yeah, yeah. You you hit it right on the head, and they're they're going to have to they're going to have to like answer a lot of questions, maybe in the mirror, right? Like, who are we? Who do we want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it going to take for us to get there? And that's everybody. That's the players, the coaching staff, and you know every everybody involved. And um, that starts tonight. It starts tonight, you know, you, or you want to start that. Tonight, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this, this, you, you, you've had a couple of stinkers. Mm. Now let's, let's knock that out right now. Let you me know? ask you something. This be a bad loss. Uh, in any, in any scenario, what, what, one hundred to ninety nine, one thirty to one twenty nine. Doesn't matter. Would it be a bad loss? It feels like it would, you know, even with everything that we always say about the league being so scoots uh, out, yeah, the league being so talented. Anthony's out, you know. This is one. Rob at, Williams at, is out at, at the house um, that you feel like you got to get. I, I, the The no fox component is what gives me pause, though, because I don't. I'm not sure they're. Maybe it's just saturday and monday that's still playing in my head Mm -hmm. i'm not sure they're good enough to look at any loss as like a bad loss like you're on Mm. on even par with everybody it feels like Mm. does the team have bigger issues at that point then if it's just fox is out we're level with in my opinion yes like that's a problem i feel yeah in my opinion yes like De'Aaron fox should take it De'Aaron fox should take this team from a good team to a potentially great team Mm. not from a bad team to a potentially great team. Like, I think that De'Aaron is that good. Mm-hmm. This team shouldn't be that bad. That's where I'm at. To me, this this team this team shouldn't be on a level playing field. But they like, shouldn't be on the playing field of 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 a of a team without their their rookie, without Anthony Simons, who gets buckets for them. And we don't really know what Rob Williams was for Portland yet, but he's he he's out. I know they got Jeremy Grant. I know they got DeAndre Ayton. Uh, yeah, they, they got, got guys they got, who can they make got, it they like got, living out. They got Malcolm Brogdon. I get DeAndre, that. They got, yeah. They they got. What are the expectations for Portland then? Not to be very good. All and, things. And, and we could feel yeah. we could feel how we want to about that. But a team without De'Aaron Fox shouldn't be losing to Portland. Let me let me let me let me let me let me do that again. A Sacramento Kings team without De'Aaron Fox, that's lost three in a row and is playing at home, mm-hmm. should not lose to Portland. If this was an isolated game in February, De'Aaron's out with the flu that you were talking about, mm-hmm. okay. All right, it happens. Yo, you've lost three straight. 
you've got to yo you you've got to show something. It, it's a, at what point do you got to show something to yourself? So, but and that's and maybe I'm just looking at it where don't make so me say Bonte so, Hill was right so, if Domas doesn't show up tonight. Well, I mean, look, that, that's uh, this is this is what I'm getting at, right? Like, say they lose the game, and you said in any way, Pat, if they lose one twenty three, one twenty two, like what what does what does that ultimately it's tough, mean it's a, it's tough, a tough loss it's a tough loss and then you got a game on friday yeah no it, you know it, what i mean it, like it does no you, yeah like you, and then you what move if, on to the next and one then no. what if they win on friday well that's, that's like, what is said. it like oh man like they got it now no that's not what it means so it, I, I don't think it should mean anything if they lose tonight it, it kind of comes with the territory though if you're going to talk championship expectations and all that and you're going to say we expect this of ourselves then you got to win these games like that's just that's just the way it goes like obviously talent there's a bunch of talent in the nba but if you're going to talk yourselves up like that we're going to be this team we want to be this team you just got to win these games that's just the way it goes it comes with the territory of it there's it got to be it's it's like a it's like a a, a I always I don't I don't watch a ton of fights you know I don't watch yeah. a ton of fights one one I always remember was Brock Lesnar versus Shane Carwin mm. Shane Carwin beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar mm. just 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 destroyed him mm. and he's down and Shane Carwin's beating the hell out of him and Brock just looks at the ref I'm fine I'm good well you got to defend okay he puts his hands up and he just waits for Shane Carwin to punch himself out before he beats him at the start of the second round mm. before Brock beats him at the start of the second round. Brock showed signs of life, so the ref just kept let him fighting. Right. Kept letting him fight. Show signs of life. So that so show show show, show signs, life. Life is only mm. winning. Cause that's that's what you said. Like if they lose in any way tonight, is it a bad loss? And that's not a sign of life. That, that's that's kind of what I'm I'm asked. I'm I've, getting at. I feel like yes. Okay. In this in this situation, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I do. Will Z is going to join us here in just uh, a couple of minutes. Again, uh, De'Aaron Fox out tonight. Trey Lyles is out tonight. Uh, Scoot Henderson will not play. Anthony Simons, as we all know, he out. he's out for a while. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate uh, uh, news for Rob Williams in the Portland Trailblazers yeah. is it looks like Rob's going to be out for a while as well. as well. This is an interesting game, too, for the Kings front court with Domas and you know DeAndre Ayton over there mm-hmm. and, and um, Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those, that's a, that's an interesting front court. I haven't spent a ton of time watching Portland yet uh, yeah. this year. I need, so. I need those guys in, in um, Sacramento to, to outplay those guys. I'm talking to Sabonis. I'm talking to Harrison Barnes. I'm talking to Keegan Murray. Like you gotta, you gotta win that battle right there. Dominate on the boards. Dominate on the points. Play good defense. Like they. They've got to be so much better than what they were in those two games in Houston. So much better. I not pinning it all on them or anything like that. But Barnes was awful. And Sabonis didn't show up the way we needed him to with Fox out. And Keegan couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. <clears throat> yeah. So you gotta get something from those guys. Now with with the um with Fox out, like we talked about yesterday. You you need some guys to elevate their game. Like it's it's not okay for Harrison to like let the game come to him and just kind of <clears throat> flow through the game. Yeah. You've got to that that's okay for the most part when De'Aaron's there, and if Keegan is hitting or Herder's hitting or both or Mal- Malik is high, you can't you can't wait on that Harrison. You have to be ultra aggressive 
You have to you have to look at this game and say they might need me to get twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Sabonis, I know you like to orchestrate the offense and dribble handoffs. You're great at that. We get that. This is the game where you're going to need to shoot the ball twenty two times. Get the ball in the paint. Be aggressive. Look to finish. They have to play a lot more aggressive and a lot better. It doesn't matter if they're playing Portland or Milwaukee. Yep. Like they have to be. They can't just wait for the game to come to them. They've got to be a lot more aggressive. Collectively, all of them. Mm-hmm. They have to be more uh, aggressive. And I need to see Domas be aggressive tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't think DeAndre Ayton likes physicality. Um, and I don't mean this in the Mike Brown, physicality, physicality, physicality. I don't, I don't mean that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Domas is tough. And <laughs> despite the way some of our friends try to label him, like he'll – He'll work in that post. Yeah. Go to work tonight. Because I don't think DeAndre Ayton likes that. Mm. And I don't know what they're going to do with Jeremy Grant, if they're going to throw Jeremy Grant on him to try to uh, be a little bit more physical. But I need I need, I need, need Domas to have a response uh, to that game. And I need it to be more than him trying to run the offense like a point guard, which he had to do a lot the other night. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, work the offense from the inside. That's what's that's what was masterful, not Domas the point guard. Right. Like not 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 in, in terms of Domas the point guard bringing the ball up the floor. Be Domas the point guard, the guy who's back in, you know, DeAndre Ayton or Jeremy Grant down in, in, in the post and finds Kevin Herter or Keegan Murray or Malik or whoever. Mm-hmm. Be that guy. I want to see that and you you, you what you say four attempts per quarter at minimum. Mm-hmm. At like bare bare minimum. Because we talked about who's going to make up for De'Aaron. You just do the math in these three games, literally no one. You could just shave 30 points off the score, and that's that's what that's what the Kings did. Yep. De'Aaron's 30's not here. Well, then they're going to score 90-something. Yo, that's not, <laughs> you can't do that. You don't have to score 30 if you're Ke- Keegan Murray. But if you're the Sacramento Kings, you have to find a way to make up for that 30 pot. 30 points that Fox uh, has with him there yep. uh, on certainly a, a, a well-dressed uh, sideline. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Will Z will join us. We'll, we'll dive into the numbers and find out what these last three games mean for the Kings uh, and what this matchup against the Portland Trailblazers mean. We're dealing with Casey. Brought to you by Sky River Casino resumes here on Sacramento. Sports leader ESPN 1320. was just reminding everybody who's watching the show on – 1320 TV, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and the app formerly known as Twitter uh, to go check out WillZStats.com. Will Z does some great work before every game. Uh, he's also a great follow on social media. He's His, his work gets used uh, by us uh, on a daily. It gets used by the Sacramento Kings. It gets used by NBC Sports California. And he's getting paid for none of it, so he's a sucker. Uh, and he's kind enough to to join us in his dumbbells, deadlifts, and diapers T-shirt. Uh, our man Will Z. Will, we're 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 trying to we're trying to figure out what's wrong with the Kings, how to fix it. What what do the numbers say? Like what 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 happened on that three game road trip? Yeah, um, not much good stuff. I mean, obviously the Warriors, but after that, it's just. I think we talked about it on Monday. The Kings offense just looked a little broken. Um, and the big thing that I think a lot of people are talking about is the fast break points and just how they look so slow. And I know that the pace was faster in the first three games, but even when they had Fox 
they only they weren't really getting fast break points. Um, they got 10, five and seven in the first three games. So those are pretty, those are very low numbers and fast break points. So even with Fox, they weren't really pushing the pace and we've seen it slow down even more. They're still last in the league with 7.5 fast break points per game. And the, I mean, if you're looking for, I always, when I look at how to write these previews, I look for areas that the Kings could take advantage of. And that's something that pops up with the Blazers tonight is they give up 17.9 fast break points per game. That's fifth most in the NBA. Okay. So if you're ever going to get out and run, you have to do it tonight against a team that kind of lets opponents do that. Yeah. I, it feels like even, you know, with Fox, they're not getting the, the fast break points. A lot of people, a lot of teams, excuse me, who are looking at say, hey, get back, don't let them run or whatever the case may be. But they were still finding ways to push the pace in the half court mm-hmm. set yep. and, and get the shots they wanted to with Fox. Obviously, that hadn't been the case over that three-game road trip. But one of the things, you know, I'm, this is with this particular team, it's what I'm always looking at, and you put – uh, a stat up on your Instagram about the wide open threes that they're mm-hmm. continuing to get. And a lot of people talking about the offense and, you know, it's not the same. It's different. I'm one of those people, whatever the case may be. But they, if I'm reading this right, they're still leading the league and getting wide open threes at 25 wide open threes a game. That's first in the league. The, the problem is for those particular threes alone, once again, tell me if I'm reading this wrong or right. They're only shooting 35% from that. That's 22nd in the league in in the yeah. percentages made from wide open threes. And that, I mean, you, you, you get up, <laughs> you want to talk about middle of the pack on defense, you get middle of the pack on that, and you probably got at least mm-hmm. one more win, maybe two more wins on that road trip. Yeah, and that graphic's a few days old. Um, I know it was circulating last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to update those numbers – it's they're down to 24 wide open threes per game and down to 34 percent so second in attempts 26th in percentage so it's gotten worse um i know brendan nunez had a really good article uh, who looking yeah, at who the hell you're talking brendan about, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and i love i recall numbers. i love that will repeated it you know brendan you know he yeah. used to be on the show all the time <laughs> Yeah. What happened to that? Um, Why isn't he on the show anymore now that we talk about it? But, yeah, you just see a lot of those numbers dropping without Fox. Um, but, I mean, if you continue to get those looks, then they you have to think that they're going to come back eventually. But one of the other things I was looking at, and I posted this one out today, another graphic is the handoff play type, the dribble handoff. It was the King's bread and butter last year. It is – broken this year Mm. like it's bad so Mm. rattle off some quick numbers uh from last year the kings were first in possessions for handoff play type 10.2 per game second in points per possession 1.07 seventh in field goal percentage 45.3 and we're basically the second best team this year they're still first 12 possessions per game so that's gone up but they're getting 0.63 points per possession. That's 28. They're shooting 26.2% on those shots and are the third worst team in the play type. So it's something that is so key to their offense 
and obviously 12 is a lot for a single play type and it's just been so bad and that's where you see a lot of the the wide open looks i think come from and they're not really converting on those and i know james talks about it all the time that even if they are wide open they may not be balanced shots and i think that that has consigned some of the correlation between those numbers is just last year the kings were knocking those tough shots down that might have been on movement off a screen this year they're not well did you look into the this is something we were talking about a a, mm-hmm. a minute ago the Aiton DeAndre Aiton Sabonis matchup mm-hmm. yeah and that's why I know you guys were talking about it right before I I'm worried about relying on a big game from Sabonis last year Sabonis went guarded by Aiton um in here somewhere. I think it was 9 of 19. Uh, Sabonis shot, yeah, 9 of 19, 47.4% from the field. Mm. So it's just not much success. Mm. And I actually want to go back to the year before, too, if you give me a second. But it's just another tough matchup that a single defender can kind of hold Sabonis to 50% is lower than Sabonis's average. So mm-hmm. anything around that is pretty tough for him. Yeah, I you know, I expect him to play well, to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. It may be a tough matchup, but I expect him to play well. It will be tougher. Yeah. I think I'm just kind of at that point. Like It's a tough matchup. Yeah, yeah. It'll be tougher. Yeah. DeAndre Aiden's not an and all-pro. You are. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, ex- I expect him to play well, play at a high level. Um, even with the dribble handoff stuff, like execute that, knock down your shots. If their feet aren't set, if they're off balance or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. knock down your shots. I've seen him hit plenty of off-balance shots last year. You know, and throughout their career, Herder usually that's Herder and uh, Herder and, and Keegan. Um, knock down your shots. You know what I mean? Like you guys, the the Kings, they've got to find a way to be better and execute, execute. And when you talk about those two things, Sabonis and the dribble handoffs, then you get back to the wide open joints. You mm-hmm. come on, man, catch and shoot, knock it down. I think they will. You know, I don't think they're going to shoot 34% all year on those shots, but tonight will be a good night to start turning that whole thing around because you're still – it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the way maybe we thought it would look. They're still – the bottom line is they're generating those looks. However they get there, they're generating the looks, and it's up to them to knock down the shots like they did at a clip last year. And that's the hard part with Fox being out is – we saw it in the first three games when those looks aren't falling, you have a very easy pivot. Just go to Fox in the pick and roll or isolation. Mm-hmm. And he was, I think the top isolation player in the league before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. You don't really have that other kind of pivot to option. If those looks aren't going down. Uh, Cause you have, I guess some other ones, Sabonis in the post up a Barnes attack the rim, which he just doesn't seem to want to do. We haven't seen much success with Keegan attacking and Monk. He does it, but it's not at that volume with him coming off the bench that you need to kind of pick up where Fox isn't there to just go and get a bucket. So it's like, can the Kings play a different style if that handoff isn't working? Or are they just going to keep shooting threes and missing? Real quick, Wilsey, I want to make sure I have what you said correct. The dribble handoff. Mm-hmm. Is that not 
how do I want to put it? Is that not happening at the same rate, or are they not knocking down shots out of that at the same rate? Just not knocking down the shots. It's ha- gotcha. actually happening more okay. gotcha. than last season, but it's just bad. Um, the player numbers, you have to have at least 10 possession possessions per play type. So we don't have a lot yet since it's so early, mm-hmm. but we have Keegan and Herter. Keegan shooting 23%, this field goal percentage. Herter's at 14%. So it's just when they're just not hitting them. Um, again, last year for reference, those two players, Keegan was at 44.4, Herter was at 47.1. So it's one of the things where long-term, again, you have to think they'll revert back to their averages at least close to last year. Herter's not going to shoot 14% off of handoff play types for the whole year. It's, it'd be astounding if he did pretty impressive actually, but for the short term, it's an issue. Well, you mentioned the um, fast break points that mm-hmm. Portland gives up. Um, this Portland Trail Blazers team so far this year, they're not very good offensively. Mm-mm. So we talked about, a you know, we created these hypothetical scenarios. You know, what if the Kings lose 130 to 129? Or what if they win 130 to 129? Mm-hmm. Digging a little bit deeper, giving up to 129 points to the Portland Trail Blazers is probably a bad look. It is. <laughs> and if you're doing that, they probably either got really hot from the field and made a bunch of threes, or they absolutely clean up on the offensive glass. Because um, that's what they do. If you remember the Rockets from last year, they just shot the ball terribly, but it was kind of that chaotic rebounding that they created. Uh, Blazers are very similar. They grab uh, the fourth most offensive rebounds, 13.6 per game. Um I guarantee you'll see Sharp try and sneak in. I think Trista said it yesterday, grab an offensive rebound. He just kind of floats into the paint when a shot goes up. So watch out for that. But yeah, the Blazers, they miss a lot of shots. So if they score a high amount, they either get going from the field or are getting a lot of those second chance looks, uh, which I think would frustrate Kings fans a lot after uh, some oh, PTSD good. from last oh, good. season. Good, more playoffs. frustration for the Kings fans. That's great. That's that's good. Thanks, Hopefully Will. we don't see it. Yeah, willzstats.com. This is great. This is great. Tune in to find out how you can be frustrated tonight uh, when the Sacramento Kings play the Portland Trailblazers. Any other thing we need to watch really closely tonight, Will? Uh, nothing that I can think of. I still have to find a swing stat. I'll probably post that later. Um, I haven't decided yet, but... Just, I think, the intensity from the first few minutes, first five minutes of the first half in the third quarter, or first quarter and third quarter, just how do the Kings come out and look at first? Yeah, and look, to that, that, to that point, to lot too. you know, we, we, we really break these things down a little bit. And in all fairness, the game didn't fall apart in on Monday until about two minutes left in the first quarter. They came out, they were, Kevin Herter was in, I think he had eight points mm-hmm. in the first five, six minutes. Uh, Sabonis got some. I think Davion hit a three. It was like 18-18 with three minutes to go, which is problematic in itself. You know, I won 30-point quarters. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a game. And then what happened was they got they started fouling all over the place. Yeah. They started fouling crazy and got the Rockets at the line and in the bonus. And I think at the in the last minute and a half or so, the Rockets got like three straight possessions where they just shot free throws. Mm-hmm. And the lead went from down two to down 10 
by the end of the quarter, just virtue of they were fouling these guys and putting them on the line. So we definitely want them to start off well, but I thought they started off well in in the game on, on Monday, but they weren't able to sustain it because this is where Coach Brown will probably say, start reaching and hacking and not playing good defense. Mm-hmm. And it feels like teams are still kind of targeting Sasha out there. He gets called for a lot of those. His chest is in front of the player, mm-hmm. but it's he's still moving. He gets called for a lot of those. And you see those like by the half court line or far out from the three point line. So it's a lot of things like that, Kenny, like you said, just limit those kind of little contact fouls. If you can, I know it's easier said than done, especially against players that are so fast, like Sharp or Jeremy Grant, but Jeremy Grant's really good at getting to the free throw line too. I don't know where he's at last year, but I know uh, when he's at this year, but last year he was one of the top in the league. WillZStats.com, that's the website. Check out his amazing work over there. Hopefully you're all following him on social media already. Uh, He is very, very active uh, on game night. So Will will be tapping in. The alerts are on, and um, we'll talk to you Friday. Sounds good. Appreciate you guys. Awesome. Thanks, man. Again, WillZStats.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts